This is a HeadGum Podcast. I mean, listen, I would love to talk about the Emmys. Because one of the favorite things, I, I watched it late, mm-hmm. I must admit, but I saw... Um, Issa's uh, interview on the carpet. Oh, I <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> I didn't see it, but it was no, I did. I I just read it. Well, I saw like someone had the clip, and it was like, so so who are you rooting for? <laughs> and with a straight face, I root for everybody who's black. <laughs> I died. I was like, <laughs> like you know what, sis, I rock with you. Just was saying that on the red carpet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no other black person near you. You just looked her in the eyes. Whoever's black. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everybody was like, "Oh, that's a hilarious joke," and then like two seconds later, it was like, "Wait a second. Because she didn't, she... she didn't break a smile. She was like, nope. dead serious. <laughs> she was like, I'm dead serious. She was, de- yeah, man." And I was like, "You know what? Bam." Yeah. Who is that all she said though? Wait, who isn't rooting for everybody black though? I mean, right. yeah. I mean, if you were brown, you were down. You know I mean, my rule. <laughs> there are a couple people in America who. Probably- <laughs> Who probably were mad. You probably ain't rooting for the black people. I don't know. I Wait, know. how do y'all feel about like um, Jermaine Fowler? Aside from the fact that we know him, we oh, like, I, how do we feel about the VO thing? Like I that? loved it. I uh, I, <laughs> I, I loved it. I showed up. I showed up uh, about halfway through. My uh, fiance was watching it. Okay, uh, <laughs> already, and she was like, she she was like, you need to listen to every time he says a black person's name because she'll be like, cause she was like, he'll be like, uh, like coming up next is um, Kevin Spacey. And he's a ring. <laughs> I was like, "Are you sure he's he, doing that?" He was energetic for everybody, but he would be—he would be like, you know, it's like, I don't know why I'm going to say Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> He'd be like, uh, Chad Michael Murray and Donald Glover. <laughs> but then I also liked that he would like, he, like so he'd funny. be like, he'd be like, "My boo," or he'd be like. Uh, you know, like he would like yeah. riff off of stuff. Oh I'm yeah, like, he had a couple of fun. Like I forgot. So he read something where he was like, "And she, uh, you know, started acting in high school." I read that on the internet. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Also, I do love one thing that Donald Glover did in his post Emmy speech or like his post Emmy like whatever they do is my man took the awards. And I don't know why, but he just had the gulliest pose where he just had them in both hands and just looked dead at everybody silent. And I was like, man, y'all out here trying to prove a point. Y'all scaring people, brother. Because I had a rate. Like, when I saw his face, my mind connected to him. And I was like, I feel you. He didn't say nothing. And I was like, I feel. I, I, yup. Mm-hmm. 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 That's all yeah. my mind was saying. Yup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the woman who there won was- for um, Master of Night? What's her name? Um, <laughs> you gonna call us out like? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, we Y'all, didn't have the information. James knows. James, are you out. talking about Lena Waithe? Yes, yes that's yes. what we're talking about. My yes. personal oh. hero. Yes, <laughs> I love. I love that she won solely because I. Again, I, I make it no further about it. I didn't like the first season of Master of None, but the second season, I was like, man, this is a really good season. But that episode mm-hmm. that's did not fit into anything in that season. That's and I was the only like, one I've seen this season, and I loved it. I with that it episode? They have another episode where like none of the main players are in it. It's just like different people in New York City, mm-hmm. and it's oh, yeah, fantastic. Oh, yeah, the couple. Yeah, it's like the couple. Then it's the, the, the guy, the doorman. the doorman. Like, this thing is... Fantastic, yeah. and it, and the whole joke is about like a movie line or something like that. Like it all circles oh. back. It's like it starts about a movie, and then it ends with like someone like the cabbie watching the movie. It's crazy. Is it like Touch of Evil, and it never breaks? Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's literally just like it just continues. But is the story. movie the one that they're talking about? Like I don't remember the movie anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's so good. Also, Riz Ahmed. Yeah. yeah. Riz, Ooh. 
First South Bay. Asian, yeah, South Asian. <laughs> what happened? My love. Oh my god. Oh my god. My dear. Tessa is Tessa. Oh, she's in love with her. Not bad. Every time she's like, oh. Are you serious? Yo, yo, chill. Cool. Don't, Don't chill. do that. Not right now. <laughs> like, uh, wait till I leave at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call one of your friends. It's like, <laughs> it was cool because we were because we were watching and then like Priyanka Chopra uh, came on and she was like, whoa, who's that? And I was like, Priyanka Chopra. And she's like, why you know her name? Oh, uh, like, do you not know her? <laughs> She's like, get her name out your mouth. <laughs> After she was like, oh. that's she always. Does it. She I would always be so mad. Does that. Yo, that's. I mean, I, I'm so happy he won because now one, I love that he's a rapper, which is low key. I one know of, one of the he craziest on the things. Hamilton, he's on the Hamilton remix. Soundtrack. Yeah, I didn't crazy. know. Oh. I didn't oh, yeah. know any of this. Yeah, oh, he has yeah. a video out. What is yeah. it about? Like um, immigrants and stuff like that. It's, it's like it's do Hamilton. Yeah, that's from the Hamilton, <laughs> Hamilton? the Hamilton mixtape. You gotta listen to it. You got. You definitely gotta listen. Oh yeah, to it. I've I mean, heard some of the Hamilton mixtape. Oh, we get the job done. That's yeah, what, that's this. I mean, you also got to watch him in um, Nightcrawler. I thought this part was that was that's what he blew up from, right? Nightcrawler. The... Well, I mean, I think he blew up from this. I mean, somebody got this from the night of. Oh, sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. I I think the story is that the night of was like on the shelves for. A it was long like two time. years. Yeah, yeah. Like they almost they thought it wasn't going to ever get released. Oh. And he wound up getting more parts, so that it kind of like blew up because he, you know, he was already. Popping. It was just one of those. It's just one of those lucky things where at, at first it feels like a failure, and then you're like, oh my god. This is yeah. crazy because now that came out and then Star Wars came out, Rogue One, right. like shortly after. And it was just like, he's everywhere. Which you is I mean? crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what he does next, too, because. Yeah. And I, I think we also have to say, though, like I know a lot of people are posting about uh, there's there were no uh, Latinos like nominated at all. Nominated. <laughs> Not even? Wow. Not even. So. Uh, Gina um, Rodriguez. Yeah, Johnny Rodriguez. No, she wasn't nominated. Why not? She gave one of the best speeches in the history of speeches. I mean, yeah, how yeah. could she? she she's, she's so good, and this season was yeah. great for her. No, yeah. Like, it was like Ellie Kemper. Uh, well, who won? I don't, I don't think. Oh, no, no, Issa, no. Issa Rae no, Issa Rae wasn't nominated, but Insecure got a nomination, though, I thought. But I think. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, it did for writing. She uh, won for writing, right? I don't think Issa won, I did she? Guys, I don't know. Oh, I thought she did. <laughs> wow, James, great. <laughs> No, wait, wait, no, because wasn't she? She if she would have been nominated, would have been in like the best um, comedic <laughs> actress, right? So that means, so that means uh, Elaine won. Uh, oh, always right. oh yes. yes, oh yeah, Ju- Julia Elaine. Ju- Julia Elaine. That's Drive not even the character with. that she. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you, Vice President you Elaine could have said Veep one. Vice or President <laughs> Elaine has won for the seventeenth time. Myers in that. Her name is Elaine. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cause it it was Selena uh, Myers. Her name is Selena Elaine Myers. Yeah, you so disrespectful. I like that. Her, it was Ellie. Kemper. I'm disrespectful. It was so uh, what's her name from Blackish? Oh yeah, Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh, uh, Wait, how many mo- how many shows has uh, a Latino lead? Like the show? It was Jane Fonda. Oh right, it was Jane Fonda and Alice. Oh Lee yeah, both both Adler. Grace and Frankie were. And Lily Tomlin, yeah. yeah. Damn, we haven't had a... There's no Latino lead on the show? No, either? man. They, Yeah, they did not... I mean, no, there are, but they didn't nominate anybody. They probably could have. We ain't get on Narcos Love or nothing? I know, it's crazy. <laughs> but the thing that was the weirdest for us probably was just the fact that there were so many people there that we knew. <laughs> oh, it was so many... Yeah. A <laughs> couple, of, couple of past guests there. I mean, Jermaine was... was Jermaine was, was narrating it. it. It was crazy. There were just so many people. Everybody was there. 
I like it. I don't know Tremaine. I feel like oh, I'm he's missing great. out. I know he, a lot of people who do know him. He's a he, he's a very good dude. Oh, Sam. Yeah, he's he really sweet on the on the show. Yeah. on the Emmy show. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did our show. Oh, Sam was banging on the door trying to get in. Oh, uh, oh, a little beast of the Southern hey. Wild over there. <laughs> what? Nick. Talks a little beast of the Southern Wild. We heard you. Okay, this is. He does this we thing, know. which I'm not even going to explain it. Nick, can you start the show? Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Billy Gage. Gage. Black Men Can't Jump. In Hollywood. Black Men Can't Jump. In Hollywood. Black Men Can't Jump. In Hollywood. Crabs. Yeah, you I was going done, between. You done so many. You so went? like, I was going. It was between that or like the sound of like TNT. Like a like. That a, was the only thing it was between. <laughs> it was you could do a storm. Not her screaming. Not the storm. No, uh, no, that would not a roar. Have None you ever be been crabbing or anything before? No, I've never done that. Okay. <laughs> my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Drew Milligan, and my name is. Oh God, I'm James the Third. Can you speak up so people can hear you? Yeah, it's so What's nasty. Up, can you stop? You're trying to do that thing that we were talking about. Yeah. Oh, do the whisper. You're going to do it. Do the whisper. Think of the name of it. No, oh, yeah. Hold on. I'll do the whisper. Do a whisper. Uh, <laughs> that made me uncomfortable. Uh, I didn't. Uh, like. Revolted uh, at the uh, uh, right. Do you have a guess? Uh, hold on. Wait, 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 James. Wait, wait. Okay, all right. I'm ready. Hold on. I got to close my eyes. I haven't done this in a while. Natalie Paul. <laughs> I didn't know you were doing it for me to you, do it. Well, you, I mean, I was, I was trying to set you, you up for the. You didn't understand what the buzz were. That no, was his. Uh, I was, that was your drum roll. That was a drum roll. Ah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I knew I had to explain it because it didn't sound anything like a drum roll. I wasn't roll. sure if it was like a vocal exercise yeah. or like. You a, know what, that's though? That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah like, that was. But, but, but we know. I'll tell you what it doesn't but, sound but, like but. a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded like something special. Okay. It did. Thank it you. It did. I feel special. Thank I mean, you. special in the way no, that... No, you shut up, John. You shut up. You shut up right now. Yeah, special. Shut up. All right, okay. Okay. Welcome. Welcome. Yes, thank thanks you. for being here. Yes. Thank you for having me. Natalie, of course, is she's on The Deuce right now, those of you that are watching. The de- I'm on the episode two. On the yes. I'm on episode two right now. <laughs> oh, you're on it. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I'm um, watching. I'm watching it among, right now. Among other things, go to her IMDb. Check it out. Yeah. Um, it'll take you about... <laughs> Three seconds to get through. Yeah, it. but I'm just saying, go check it out. <laughs> hey, whatever. The Deuce is good. Y'all got a season two. Check it out. <laughs> I read. I read the Deuce has a season two it coming. Does. I'm Congrats. Congrats excited. about that. that I saw that cool. before the show, right? The second episode. Yeah, yeah, they were like, the they were like, let's just do this. Yeah, before the second episode, <laughs> they were like, we're Which in is it. Great. We're in it. <laughs> This was like one date, and then they wanted to get married. <laughs> yeah, like, they're like, oh, we have I love, to do this. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Let's do this. Also, I love to have this old school pimp on it, and it's, he's not the best person, but I'm just fascinated with him. Which one? Which There's one? So I know. Many. I have not, the same not question. The, not the, not the guy from the, not the guy from um walking. Is he on the walk? I mean, not from the wire. He's another dude. He's like a. Is he British? I don't know. Oh yeah, like um, uh, what's the most character of, name? Most of all, uh, I don't remember his character name, but I just know. He has the new white girl that came to town. Yeah. Oh, Cece. What's his name in real life? Gary. 
Garrett. Yeah. Well, that, that amazing. Pimp, that pimp is very fascinating. Yeah, he's great. I love the handshake at the beginning of the pilot. Yeah. Between him and Tariq. Yeah. And, and then, the roots. It's so cool. And it's, in episode two, he's like. Yeah. Good. And it's so interesting because <laughs> I'm like. He's really good in general. It's such an intense. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a good. That's a good. Villain, or I don't know what we call him yet. We'll see. It's a complex a, character. I haven't charismatic. seen it. No spoiler. <laughs> oh, John. Uh, today we are going to spoil something. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, we review films uh, with leading black actors. Damn, right? Okay, and we talk about them in the context of race. Talk about race. <laughs> in Hollywood. <laughs> in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, today we are reviewing Beasts of the Southern Wild. Nice. Uh Go ahead, say your name. I know. I go ahead, say your name. It the whole go ahead, time. say your name, Jeff. Covenzene. 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 You're right. It is. I think. I don't. No, you're right. It's Covenzene. Well, Covenzene. Yeah. The phonetic spelling, the Ven was it was V E N. Spelled V E N. Capital. But they're from New it's Orleans. So yeah, she's from down there, right? Yeah. Quivangene. I'm gonna call her Andy. Like the whole thing. You're gonna call she her. Was, you could call her Annie. Hush Puppy. You could call. Okay. I'm gonna call her Annie. Annie. You could call her. I Annie. love saying Hush Puppy too. Like Hush Puppy is great, but it's also one of my favorite foods. So it's like I don't want to call her my favorite food. Is it food? Hush yeah, Hush Puppies. Hush puppies. Are, it's, ooh, like, it's like you it's gotta like, have a hush puppy. Get, <laughs> I'm like, is that a hash brown? No. No, you usually get it with seafood. It's almost like. Fried cornbread. It's like a yeah, cornbread but ball. Like, yeah. Oh, for like okay. Fried. You can tell I'm not from the South. No, where are you from? New York. Oh, yeah. It's a Southern thing. Yeah. Early. Yeah, they're really good. So oh, good. Get so good. Usually get it with your seafood. It's fantastic. It's really bad for you, but tastes so good. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm going to talk about the movie again. Uh, <laughs> talk about these hush puppies, brother. <laughs> uh, it costs about $1.8 to make. Very, made, on the, made on a shoestring budget, as they say. I mean, that definitely is. is. Uh, it made... 12 million, 12.7 million domestically. That's it? Uh, 21 million worldwide. Yeah. It was a very small independent film. Yeah. Uh, but it did get nominated for four Academy Awards, including Best Picture. And Best Actress. Uh, yes, Best Actress. <laughs> she was the, the youngest, youngest ever. Youngest ever. Youngest, oh, ever. Heck yeah, Hush Puppy. Youngest actress ever nominated. Nine hey, yo, years first old. off. Nine years old when she was nominated, but she was like six, I think, when they... It was yeah. Started no no no. She was a wasn't she? Because this came out in 2012. Yeah, you're right. She was nine, and she shot it when she was seven, I think. Okay, maybe seven. Yeah, maybe she was six when she auditioned. Yeah, I love it. And uh, the guy, because like none of them were like actors. Neither was her dad, right? Yes, her dad wasn't an actor. Apparently, her dad was uh, a guy who like had this restaurant that they would always come to and like talk to him a bunch. And then like on his like break one time, he like owned the restaurant. And then like on his break, he was like, ah, right, let me just audition for this and they were like they hired him Dude, and then he was great. like but i gotta do my restaurant stuff and that's like, amazing just do, do this man. please continue doing like, your i gotta he's like i gotta take care of my business but yeah now look at him now he's in um he's playing marvin gay senior and uh Whoa. the marvin gay movie so that means who's sp- playing marvin gay um it's the guy from rent who hasn't played marvin gay though and which guy from also rent? the not not Tate i know Davis. you're talking about yeah, he's on Flash. He's the he's the, the dad. Guy from Rent. Oh, uh, Je- uh, Jesse L. Martin. Yeah, yeah, he's playing. Cause Wait, okay. he's oh, been attached wow. to that. He's been attached to that movie forever. Yeah, but it's supposed to be when he's like older, like you know, right before his dad. Right. You know? But I'm saying they've been that movie's been in production. So is it never coming out? I don't know if it ever. Really? Coming wow. Out. Uh, yeah, there were no movie. no names in this uh, movie, like no 
no stars. But yeah. these actors did shine. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. John. I'm really jamming it up. You're today. on. You're on. You're on. John has a show after this, so he's getting the jokes ready. Yeah, he's, <laughs> this he's is his warm up to he's his improv show. Let me tell you what something I didn't notice is like yes. watching this movie, not saying this was like a black story or anything, but it was such a southern story. And to have a guy from New York, like a white Jewish dude from New York, like write this movie and direct this movie, it's like, yo, this is co write. Sorry. I was like, man. Like I'm, I'm just curious because it felt so authentic that I almost yeah. was shocked when I looked him up. Well, you know who I just found out directed Coming to America was not like a black person or what for real? Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. I just was talking about this with someone. I was like, man, that movie was so dope and authentic and felt like really felt like Eddie Murphy really directed it. Yeah, that's what it felt like. But it was actually di- not. It was directed by I don't know. Yeah, see, this Eddie Murphy is, wrote it. Did he? Did he? Oh, yeah, okay. not with the did. legal reports. It's like, no, he's being he was sued or is being sued. For that movie right oh, now. really? Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, Eddie Murphy wrote it. I mean, he had the story. Well, now he's getting sued. Credit, so. okay. But okay. I Sorry, do love that a person of color. <laughs> no, I'm saying no. I but still yeah, love John that Landis uh, directed. He's like a oh, John Landis. Yeah, okay. he was he's down. Huge. He directed Thriller yeah, too. Yeah, he, he was down. And Beverly Hills Cop three. Yeah, he's down. He's been yeah. down. Wow. I mean, this is like he another time. The Blues Brothers. Yeah, he's been down. Um, London. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, wait. What were your initial thoughts, though? Okay. Well, no. I mean, I was just setting the stage. I haven't said initial thoughts yet. Mm. I mean, Should I do? Should I start? Yeah. Yeah. yeah go ahead. All right. We're going to do initial thoughts. So I'm going to start. I mean, this is my second time seeing this film. Mm. Um, the first time I saw it, I really, really loved it. Uh, though I think I was like a little bit confused. And I was like, I bet this, when I watch it again, I'm going to understand more. And then I watched it and I was like, nope, it's very. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there are some things that are not explained. I think you're just supposed to interpret it for mm-hmm. yourself. Uh, and the fact is, it's being told through, a, I mean, the character is six years old, so it's like being told through a six-year-old's eyes, which is like, you don't, you know, the way that they understand the world is like, not fully formed yet, so they don't like, fully get what's happening. They just, you know, know things are happening. Um, man, this movie wrecked me. <laughs> oh, did it? I mean, it's just like, it's so... It's so sad, but also, like, inspiring. But it's, like, it's rough, man. I guess mostly because I've been, like, I've been binging a lot of history lately and also reading about, like, income inequality. And so I'm, like, watching this movie and just being, like, man, this world is in a terrible point. Uh, (laughs) Like, let so many (laughs) awful things happen. But the human spirit, like, overcomes, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. oppression and so you see that the human spirit like thrive even though the conditions are awful so yeah I, I mean it's really there's a lot of great things that I'm sure we'll talk about uh, but oh my god this this girl amazing yeah absolutely deserve to be nominated I mean her scowl is like <sighs> it's just like like <laughs> it's like uh, and it, and it's so, so and it's so cap it's like it really captivates and like I mean sorry it uh, really encapsulates like just this kind of like <laughs> I don't know I guess I was thinking for me like this pride of you know I'm hurt but I'm not gonna let you see me be hurt but mm-hmm. but it says so much just her just like you know like no crying like, no crying like looking and then I mean at the end at the end that final scene with her and the father. I was like, I couldn't do what she's doing. I don't. I legitimately don't know how she did that <laughs> as a I, child actress. 
Like, it wasn't like, because sometimes you see children actors cry, but it's like, you know, like, they're just crying. But, like, that, she did what Denzel does in Glory. Yeah, sure. But as a seven-year-old. It's a lot of pain in that cry. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, she was, and the father was matching it, too. But, like, the fact that, that I was like, this is insane. She was great. Anyway, that's, that's my initial thoughts. Yeah. You, you go. Oh, me? Uh, this is my second time watching it. I don't remember really the first time. This time, uh, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was beautiful. But in all honesty, I've been nervous about recording because I don't know what really happened. Totally. Like, I, totally I, I that. don't know. I totally understand that. Like, watching that, the movie, I was like, oh, yeah. man, this is great. But what, like, what's happening? I, yeah. I, I immediately started forgetting stuff. Like, wait, what, what is going on? Like, yeah. I just didn't know. And I was like. And then, and it's interesting because, again, I know I bring this up. My, my family's from the South, like the Deep South. So, like, where my parents live right now, and I kind of think about this all the time, which I think people really should, really should really understand, is that the one thing I did like about this movie is that the poor people in this movie, when you saw them, you saw, like, a little black girl with crazy hair. You saw a little white girl with crazy hair. You saw, like, a poor black kid. You saw a poor white boy. And it was like, it was just, everyone was just in this thing together, which I feel like, now to get political, how we think about the world right now and like the whole Donald Trumpism of the thing is like, oh, the Midwest, the country folk, everyone supports him because like you guys are taking our jobs. And I'm like, bruh, like when my parents live, it's black and white and like right. nobody's rich. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's doing the same shit. Like everyone believes like the the big city folk look down on them, which kind of happens in this movie, which we get to. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I thought the movie was great, but I just... I, I don't I don't know what to say about this movie. It's like it was like it yeah, happened. I, it was like very for and sure. like, and like I mean, that's how I felt the first time I watched it. Yeah. I like I was like I was very confused. Yeah, it's like I think it's great. <laughs> the second time I was like, I understand why I was confused and I and I was able to like track it a little bit more because I knew I I wasn't expecting anything to happen. Uh like anyway, I thought I'm, Annie I'm, I'm interested no, to hear what you I thought Annie yeah. was great, but I think the dad though, <laughs> okay. I think that dad Annie was great. I, I will never take anything away from Annie. But that dad, man, like something about that dad I just found very like endearing, something very scary, and also almost something like cartoonish because I found myself throughout the movie just waiting. Because I knew he, I, I didn't remember the movie that well, but I was like, he's going to die right now, right? Oh, no, no, okay, okay, not now, not now. Oh, yeah. he's going to die this part. Oh, no, no, no. Times, they making you feel like this dude is just like yeah. on his, whatever. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my turn? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, this is this the first is my, time you saw it? Well, I rewatched it okay. for you guys. Yes. Because I was like, I got to know what happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got to remember. <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like in, like, I was just bawling yeah. at, like, just in the movie theater, just like bawling. And I was like, okay, why was I bawling? And then I watched it this time and I actually started to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> in the totally. in, in you know in the hair salon where I was rewatching it <laughs> and um I was like whoa like this is actually is actually as deep as I remember um I just love this movie cuz it's I I love her face I love yeah. her face yeah. like you said her squall her what was it her scowl her scowl um <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it's so and I love some of those scenes between her and the dad like mm-hmm. I love that the scenes like when she's like I'm the man and even there's this one moment where he's like, where they're fishing, and he's mm-hmm. like, just get in there, and then just like, 
punch the the fish yeah. and like her arm goes so far back like she's really about to punch <laughs> the fish out of this fish yeah. and um and then he's like don't worry about that like when he when uh he's like don't worry about that doing again like i just loved that relationship and then i realized it was a bit the second time around i was like oh, okay this is like a little this is really about the indomitable you know human spirit against the storm against you know, the establishment, you know, people telling you you're sick and you're like, I'm not sick or whatever. all these things mm -hmm. that, you know, some of it is foolish and some of it is admirable, you know, like some of you are like, dude, get out of there. It's going to be bad. Or like take a shower. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I love that about the movie. And um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, like like you said, like everybody's in it together. Yeah, it was man. kind of nice to see that um, around one yeah. thing. And they mm -hmm. all walk on that uh, pier. Because oh, this, this is really about Hurricane <laughs> Katrina, And it's not right? very real, is it? Like, yeah. the first time I watched it, I think I took it as it was, like, this wasn't like a, like a made-up story. Mm -hmm. yes. I don't remember thinking they, that. And this time I was like, oh, this is not real. Like, n this is a fairy tale. Like, kind of a sad one, but... You know, yeah, yeah. They, they infused it with fantasy elements mm -hmm. so that it what like so that it wasn't so that people couldn't say like, oh, this isn't what it was like. But it clearly very much like related to Katrina. Yeah, it was definitely yeah, they filmed in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Like the 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 actors that they got were locals in Louisiana. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it, it had a lot of, you know, the levees breaking and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it was right. Blowing yeah. thing. Had a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. What's up, James? Okay, so this was my first time seeing it. What? Yeah, and it was so good. Um, I and like to hear that the the dad was is a is was a non actor at the time is like great because I felt like their relationship was so like raw and it just felt like everything that they were feeling was always it was like the most you know what i mean it was all, it was always like you know like like th this is the 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 depth or the uh the edges of their feeling like like we're seeing everything um and i thought that was great and i loved going on the sort of roller coaster of a ride with the the father and the daughter like just sort of seeing what their journey was um and uh i just i love the ending of this movie it's like so powerful to me um her the the, the like we're, we're seeing the beast throughout and it's like what's happening what's going on and then like her standing face to face with him and mm. and them bowing to her all all of that I, I i i love the way that the the movie ends i like that everyone else can see the beast as well yeah so mm -hmm. it wasn't like some little girl's imagination right. it was like everyone saw her like Stand up to the beast, and I was like, this, yeah. is, this is this is lit, and like, and and that weird because it's 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 hard. I think it's the, it's hardest. This movie is hardest when you realize like that she has to be so grown right now. You know, like we're like learning right. that like she's about to grow up. She's about to grow up very fast. You know, and we learn it halfway through the movie. Ah. You know, like 30, thirty minutes into the movie, we're like, oh, this is. <laughs> so I I really liked it. I had a really great time. All right, let's get into it. Yep. Okay. Don't worry, I got to plot up because I, I, I need help. You need help. <laughs> I got to plot up. I need it. Oh, I need it. I should it. do that too. I need so, it. Uh, it starts with her uh, picking up 
what animal? Is it a bird? Oh no! Oh but yeah, some I, kind of a almost small bird or something. She's like picking up some animal and listening to its heartbeat because that comes back many times in this movie, right? <laughs> Which is something that I didn't clock as much as I did this time. I was like, oh wait, this is throughout the movie. Yeah, Bruh, I didn't know that until you said it right now. Yeah, I yeah. don't remember what I watched. Right? I'm yeah. Sorry. No, I. <laughs> like, she I does it with that. I, she does it with the the I crab. Totally understand that? What else does she do it with? She does it. Uh. uh she does it a couple times, yeah, and then she does it with her father. With him, yeah, oh. like twice. Ooh. She does it with her father, you know, in the middle of the movie, and then at, at the end. <laughs> um, but she's narrating it right in the mm-hmm. beginning, so she's like, basically, "Hey, we live in the bathtub. You know, we don't. There's no real geo- geographical location of it, but essentially, it's like just this place that is, you know, the boondocks, like." Yeah, it's cut off from it's, land. It's cut, it's cut mm-hmm. off from you the, know, mainland. the mainland, the city. There's levees that are that like protect the city, but not them. You know. Also, by the way, climate change. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, they're like they're like the polar caps are melting. Like it's it's kind of almost in a way um, in the future a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like because it's mm-hmm. like. The ice caps are melting. The sea level's rising. Like, it's it's not a debate. Like, everyone's just like, it's happening. Eventually, the bathtub will be underwater, mm-hmm. you know. But we're not leaving, you know. No, people don't there don't want to leave. They're proud to be there. Um, That's how it was in Florida, dude. Like, again, I had to force my parents yeah. to leave. Like, the storm was coming. My mom was like, I would go. My stepfather was like, I'm not going nowhere. Our relatives who live down the street didn't leave. Like, mm-hmm. crazy... Literally, crazy hurricane is coming for you, which they said is bigger yeah. than the one that hit uh, Texas. And you're like, I'm, I'm but good. But you know, like we, t- w- I, you know, we talked about this with San, San Andreas. But um, they don't say that name. <laughs> we talked, we did, but like this, th- seeing them, the way that they celebrated the area that they lived in, and the way that they talked about, like just like this is home, like this is where we are, like seeing that kind of pride. I thought was it was very interesting to see because like it's not it's not only did they have that but then they also had ritual related mm-hmm. to like when a disaster uh, when the water rises okay this is what we do and then this is how we behave like that like I do love it was a sense of community too like every yeah. time I go down south it's a thing of of I mean yeah you still have like certain parts that feel kind of segregated but at the end of the day me as a northerner when I come down you can just see that like everyone will fight for the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't matter if you're black or white, like they may not like each other any other day, but when something happens in that neighborhood, they will stand together, which I think is like so interesting and so so fascinating. But Yeah, I feel like up here there's like a culture of like move where the price the ticket price is better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're just constantly waiting, you know, looking out for the where the wave is gonna be versus like these were people who we're like, I don't care what wave is happening. This is my home. Like you're yeah. saying, like this is my home. I'm not gonna change according to the news. Yeah, and they would stay and fix it up. That's one thing I always think about, at least in D.C. And also, like a lot of parts of like you know New York, you know Inglewood that's being gentrified. A lot of people of color like got money and moved, you know, because we wanted to go somewhere else. Where like my people in the South, and even like you know our neighbors, like the white neighbors, if they got money, they fixed up that house. You know, like that house was passed down to like the family, you know, like their kids and like they just stayed there and kept building. Whereas like, like here in the north, sometimes I feel like we just chase, like you said, like we just mm-hmm. chase, ooh, this is the new building. 
I got a little bit more money now. Let me go here and stunt real quick. Instead of like <laughs> building what we have and then, you know, you yeah. have that history. For a lot of people, I mean, not just here in America, but like all around the world, like your land, your where you come from, that is all, like, that's what you have. And we hear like that's all you have in a negative connotation, but the reality is that they're proud of that. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. And, right. and so I think the filmmaker, what's his name? Uh, ben Zahn, something like that. Uh, yeah, Ben Zahn. Zetlin? Zetlin? Hey, man, stop asking me to pronounce names. <laughs> uh, he was like, Ben Zetlin, he was like, he really wanted to make sure that the the town and the and, and the characters had a sense of pride in where they were from because almost always in media where you're seeing a movie with people who are impoverished or in like low income areas it's always about the struggle to get out of there and it's always about how terrible this place is and we need to get out and like the character's main motivation is like just to li- to either survive or to like you know you know like even like set it right. off you know like right, it's right, like right. we got to get out we got to like get money we got to do all this stuff yeah. and uh and in, and this film you know they're trying to survive but not to survive to leave they're like we're proud of where we're from we're going yeah. to go back cuz like yeah. it's all about getting back even when she gets to the yeah I don't know if I'm going. No, 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 that's no, fine. no. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, and then there's like there's also this like, you know, it ties into one of the first scenes where she's with the uh, the teacher, uh, and like there are all the animals in the little, mm-hmm. you know, with all the kids, and they're like learning, but they're they also like care about life in a in a way, and then at the same time they're like, you gotta make sure to like survive. Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna do it for you, you know. Her dad keeps teaching yeah. her that. This teacher, that kind no of, crying, because it's a different life. Where it's like that's a life where you have to, like he even says at one point, "I ain't going over there and going to some grocery store." Like he right. literally talks about yeah. the grocery store, and it's like that dude was something that's so interesting. Every time he takes a chicken out, and I'm I know I'm skipping around, but just to show, like every time he takes a chicken out of his cooler, it still has the full head on it, which is something I've only seen like a neighbor do, and it's because he values every part of that animal because he had to kill it. Right. Whereas, like, you know, once you have to do something like that on your own, it has a different weight to it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's a different survival. You only eat when you have to when you do stuff like that, yeah. you know? That's mm-hmm. true. There's, like, this detach... That's what it sounded like. There's, like, there's this detachment that the city folk, we... Like, yeah, we. Live, <laughs> like, the way that we live is detached from reality, in a sense, you know? Our food is prepackaged. Sometimes it's pre-made. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All we're doing is, like, warming it up, like... We have no sense of where things come from, the value of it, you know. How hard it was to how like. How hard it was to make it, like yeah. who made it. Like we're not, you know, we're not thinking about those things. Like we don't go over to the faucet and turn it on and think like, oh, will clean water come out of this? Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we don't think about like, oh, what, like <laughs> when, when, uh, I mean, you think about it here, right? The, this hurricane that was coming and hitting the bathtub their main concern was like not dying and then what the food was going to be when, you know, but like for us, I feel like, you know, for a lot of people when hurricane hits, like the biggest thing that you're worried about is like, Oh, the electricity, electricity is going to go out. Right. How am I going to like watch TV or like, (laughs) you know, Oh, my food in my fridge is going to spoil, you know, how do I save my, like, how do I hold on to my memories and my past, like if my past goes away. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Whereas like, 
where it's like they don't like literally like they go to their stuff and this is definitely jumping around but they go to their stuff and then start just throwing things everywhere he's like he's um, like this doesn't it doesn't this matter. Doesn't mean, right. This doesn't mean this table doesn't mean anything. Right. This. All I ever think about is how fast can I eat this ice cream before it melts? That's all. <laughs> it's like, yo, I gotta eat this ice cream. Party, we gotta I, get ice cream. I got, yo, when Hurricane Sandy hit New York, um, I was in Hoboken, so I couldn't get to the city, and Hoboken was cut off. And le- legit, like every bar and every grocery store, because they had no power, were just giving out. I've never they just gave out food because it was spoiled and they wanted to go like to waste waste. Right. So like bars were just like having grills and a storm brings people together. Like, like I've never seen, yo. that's true. It's like, think about what's happening right now in Houston and even down in Miami, like people of all races and like ages are uniting and raising money for each other and like legit helping. I mean, I'm hoping people help out Puerto Rico too. Um, as they're helping out, uh, Houston, but we shall see. Word. Yeah. Dominica too. Yeah. Yeah. I, and also, right, like, st- um, what is it? Not uh, Mexico? Antigua? Mexico City? Antigua? Oh, Antigua. No, Bar- yeah. yeah. Barbados. Bar- Barbuda? Barbuda? Is it Barbados? Barbados or Bermuda? No. Barbados is its own thing. Yeah. Antigua and then whatever the other island is, that's the island that got hit. It's something with a B. Oh. I don't know. Is it Barbados? No, I feel like it's Barbuda or something like that. Anyway, we should be looking back to this up, movie. But we're not. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, back to this movie. The only thing I found very interesting at this movie when she comes home and her dad is missing, uh, I couldn't tell because I didn't remember. I couldn't tell if he was a deadbeat dad because he just was gone. And then when he shows up in the in the hospital awesome. gown, yeah. I was like, "Oh man, is he a drug addict?" Because I mean, because this is the first time we see him, right? Is in the hospital gown, right? Yeah, I mean, this is one of the things that it's never explained. Like we don't fully know what like his sickness was like he says that his blood is like poison and that it's eating and like killing him inside you know what does he have sickle cell is that sickle cell the blood, is eating, the blood is eating itself eating itself yes um it could be sickle cell like it you know i, I don't really know like it, it clear it, he clearly was having heart attacks like had multiple <laughs> heart attacks in this movie um uh yeah we don't we don't know exactly what it is but he's very sick and he knows he's like very sick and he's gonna die and the and the reality is it's like it's a couple of things there is the that stubborn pride of not wanting to get better uh or not wanting to go to hospitals and stuff like that like some people have but there's also the reality of with what health like with what health care is he paying for this medicine Mm. you know what i mean like with what money like he Mm. can't afford to keep himself alive the Mm. real i mean goodness right now the the this bill oh this new bill yeah, so like people still try and take away people's health care. You know what I mean? Like we don't have universal health care. Some people just can't pay for it. So right now the idea, you know, people still say like health care is a privilege. So they, you have so many people who just think, well, yes, we have the means to cure people of certain diseases and like give them treatment. But because of our like very, you know, capitalistic society, it's like you can only get that if you like or have the money. You know, I mean, was it the Graham anyway, Cassidy bill? It was interesting. No, it was interesting <laughs> to see him like not really, even as sick as he was, not validate the healthcare, right? Like whatever industrial complex. Like he wasn't like he wasn't trying to get to the doctor. I mean, I guess maybe that one time in the beginning of the movie, he he kind of I guess he did go to the doctor because right. maybe it was so dire. But like, I thought that was interesting i mean i think the whole like their whole way of life for me i was like oh okay like 
in my see because like i'm the kind of person that like wants to be vegan and like (laughs) wants to like you know do the whole thing and it was kind of interesting to see that whole lifestyle play out and see how like okay you do need to go you you need to go to the doctor yeah like it's not optional (laughs) like (laughs) i don't even think he wanted to go because i feel like he was mumbling to himself when he first came they got me or something like that no yeah like i don't think he did but i was like like, but you need to though because i'm hush puppy right now watching this movie like i need you to but it's also that thing too i think of like uh of being a single dad we don't know how the wife died right we never figure out how she Dad, we don't know so. if she, she even. Away. We don't even know if she. Oh died. yeah, yeah. We don't even know. Oh, she did died. they say she swam away? Yeah, that's what he. That's, that's what why she father keeps told hush puppy. Oh, and, yeah. and so that's why she yells out to the, the ocean all the time. Mm-hmm. But Water. she talks to her that's mom. Why when they went out to the ocean, they she was like, "I'm gonna find my mom." Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I only thought the mom dies because remember, like when they're in the kitchen and she's like. Mm-hmm. I guess talk like make believe talking to the mom. I thought the mom had was supposed to be dead in like a spirit. Or Honestly, something. it could that could I be true. Yeah. It was but just never. Know. Yeah, but yeah, I like totally assume she she drowned herself. Yeah, that, oh wow, that's her really se- drowned herself. Though. Yeah, like I totally went there. I was oh. Like, oh, mom killed herself. Uh, I, oh wow. I definitely think <laughs> it was, <laughs> no, but I definitely yeah. think it was like let it was because I, I that was a thing. I was very closely trying to make like understand what was happening. I was like, I didn't get it the last time. I need to focus. <laughs> yeah. And I focused and I was like, oh, you just never, there are some things you just never know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like mm-hmm. you never really understand what those, what those beasts are, like what, you know what I mean? Why they're there specifically, right. what it means that they bow to her, you know, you don't understand exactly what the father's sick with, why he doesn't, right. you know, yeah. what happens but to But you definitely mom. put stuff on it. Like I was like, like, you I didn't think that she, stuff I didn't it. think that she killed herself, but I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like last time the waters rose. She got oh, taken yeah, away good. with that's it. That's, that's, what what I, that's what I was. That's I was like, better. okay, so maybe I thought no. she walked out. I was like, hey man, yeah, I thought she was. <laughs> no, I, I didn't see. I didn't think she was dead. I didn't oh, think she died. I thought she just left, and he wanted to preserve a very great memory of of her of the mom mm-hmm. for him. What did you think? Oh. Hey man, is this a good movie? Yeah, whole time out. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Wait, answers uh, isn't what uh, makes a movie good. No, 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 time out. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying (laughs) answers need to be had. But plot wise, right? Uh huh. I mean, I know know they're trying to fight out the storm, but does this movie have a plot? Like this, like what? Yeah, it does. Yeah, does it? Yeah. Yeah, The plot is that what you just said. There, there is an impending storm. They know that it's coming, uh, the whole time, and they're just they're trying to survive it, and then. and then it's like the aftermath of the storm, like the plants start dying, you know. Yeah, the, it's and then like they're a, trying to find their way back to the bathtub, right? I don't know. Were they so in, what? Were they in the? Hey, but it's wait. like a. This is like a. <laughs> it's like a mystical. <laughs> it's like a mystical coming of age story. Mm-hmm. Is how is how I see it. And the and and you know and the plot is it's like loosely these things that we're talking about, but it's like but it's about how this little girl how this little girl grows up. In the yeah. in bathtub. But no, there's a definitely a driving force of the storm because they talk about it in the beginning, right? When she's talking about the bathtub, they say, the caps are melting, bathtub's going to be underwater. Like, the whole town already knows it. And then there's an impending storm. Like, again, we're seeing it through the eyes of a child. So instead of, a, you don't get like, and they don't have television and stuff like that. So instead of like, in a regular movie, you would have a TV report where there's telling them a hurricane is coming, you need to evacuate, which is clearly what happened. But yeah. we don't hear that. We just see the town, most people in the town evacuating because they're like, we're getting out of here. We're scared. 
And then he's like, I'm staying. And a couple other people are staying. And they stay through the storm. The storm devastates everything. It floods everything so that they're all in boats. And then after that, uh, they're like, it's okay. We'll just wait it out. And they're like partying. And they, they keep their spirits up. But then the waters, when they're slow, they're, they're one, not receding fast enough. And then two, because it's salt water, because it's from the ocean, it's killing all the vegetation, which is killing the animals. And that's when they have this plan to be like, all right, the thing that we need to do is blow up this levee. Because if we blow up the levee, the sea, the seawater will leave, it will recede, and then we'll like can live here again. And then what's her? The but teacher, the problem is, the teacher was like, that, if you do that, they're going to come and they're going to take us. all of us. Because the only reason they're not doing that now is because they don't care about us. But once they do that, then they're like, for our, they'll say it's for our own good, but they'll take all of us away. And that's exactly what happens. He blows it up. You know, the waters recede, but then all those people come and they for, they're forced to evacuate that area. And then they put them in those places and then they escape. Hollywood is shut down. All production has stopped and funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood the Sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women, for people of color? Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood the sequels ask these questions and more, this limited-run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood the sequel for free at LAist.com slash Hollywood the sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's L-A-I-S-T dot com slash Hollywood the sequel. Hey, everybody, it's Andrew. And it's Anna from Scary Stories to Tell in the Pod. Where we take you on a deep dive into the fascinating world of American folklore, ghost stories, hauntings, and urban legends via the classic children's series, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Thank you so much for supporting our network. Now, please, please enjoy this episode. Won't you? Won't you? Honestly, <laughs> on, honestly, okay, I get it. <laughs> honestly, I told you I had to see it. I had to focus a second time because uh, it's hard because it's not because you're learning I it through a six year old. Attention to that. Can I tell you the part that lost me? <laughs> yeah. oh, I can tell you the, the I can, part. I really didn't. I know. I know the exact moment I was lost. It was at the beginning. <laughs> Is that the beginning? Exactly. It was like legit. The it's dad like comes this back. Girl going through horrible stuff. Like it's not yeah. just about the storm. Like for right. her, like her dad left, and she has no idea why. You know what's crazy? <laughs> and maybe maybe it shows what kind of person I am. Like I didn't find the story like maybe weird. I didn't find the story the story sad. I, to me, it just felt like it, it felt like okay. I've. I've seen, not I've seen like I've never seen a beast or like people live like like exactly like this. But I feel like at least some of my neighbors, or not my neighbors, my parents' neighbors who have lived this kind of life. Like when I look at their houses, like they all live in like hybrid trailer 
like houses. Like I wouldn't right. even call them a trailer, but like they're like a home, but it's like they made it. And it was like, yeah, yeah and it was like made out of different pieces. Like if you go see right. my cousin's house who stayed, like his house is like cement, but then like like plywood and like some type of like plat like like plastic thing and it's just together, you know? And yeah. like <laughs> It's not funny, but like when his family got bigger, they just built other pieces onto the house. Right, so like yeah. you would just see like this wood right. wall, and it's like, what the hell is that? Oh, that's such and such's room. Yeah, just like Q in this movie, she yeah, has a her she own has house. her own house. Like yeah, the part that lost me is legit. After the dad, the dad's like, get out of here, go. And she goes back to the house, and then she, and she like burns the house down. And I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. By the way, burns the house down. Wait, before he before he came back, she was cooking. Either cat food or dog food. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was like cooking. Do- she was she was making her own dog food. Like, yeah. Heating it up. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. It that was, did. I that yeah. I was watching stuff like that. I was like, this is really hard for me to watch. Yeah. It was this rough. little girl surviving, mm-hmm. and then but she, she like has to cook her own food. Her father disappeared, and like she was too. And like, but her father instilled this pride in her that she didn't ask for help. Her teacher was like, "Are you? Do you need food? No. What are you gonna? Oh." Do you need me to like give you a ride? No, my dad's gonna pick me up. She lied. She knew that she lied. Her yeah. then the teacher goes away and then she just starts walking home. <laughs> Cause she was too proud to be like, uh, like, no, I definitely do need help. I'm six years old and I don't I have no parents. <laughs> yep. <laughs> my parents are gone. And she didn't need she didn't need I'm it. I'm gonna go home and cook she dog did it. food. Need it. She didn't I'm not need that. And she was mad at her dad, she so she burned her house down, man. <laughs> and also, she didn't burn it down. No, on purpose. no, she didn't burn the house no, down. Yes, she did burn it down. She turned it up. Like and then that made me sad. And this then only she part was like, "Oh shoot, I shouldn't have done that." I was mad. And then she hid under the box. And then she hid under a box, man. She hid under a box. And then when she hid under the box, she was drawing on the box, and she said, "People are going to remember me." Did you? No. What she says is, "Oh my God." What she says, "If my dad," she says, "If my." Daddy kills me, they're gonna know that a hush puppy lived in, in the, the bathtub, bathtub with her dad. With her and I was dad. like, if my daddy kills me, she th- that's oh, why yeah, she was she that's why she was hiding because she's like, I set this place on fire, I shouldn't have done that, so I'm gonna hide. And she doesn't realize that the fire, she's, like the fire's gonna kill her, so that when the dad's coming, he's mad, but he really is he really just wants to <laughs> save her. And she's riding on a box. She's uh. drawing on a box because the, she was told about cave paintings and how people knew about, like, we knew about our ancestors because of cave paintings. And she thinks that this is a cave painting. The aliens, Instead of man. the fact that the that box is going to go up in flames. What you in no it? one is going to remember you. Yo, when that but light dude, is that lighting up, I was like, oh. <laughs> also, which is crazy, too, is that when he when they finally get out the house, he's chasing her. Yep, the house is still on fire. And not, it's one of those things where, like, like for instance, I'm going to ring on my granddad, rest in peace. When he used to get rid of trash, oh, my grandmother, sorry, my grandmother, when she used to get rid of trash, she wouldn't, like, take it to the curb. Like, she would just burn that shit. Like, she would just go in the backyard. She had, like, this burning, like, thing. And she would just put the trash there and just set that shit on fire. And, like, that's just how it was handled. So the fact they just let this house burn down, you knew it was ne- no fire department. Nobody no. was yeah. ever going to check for this. It was just no, cool. Nobody. But also, like, but also, like, the next scene was the storm, though too. Yeah, and, and so he was it, like, yeah. <laughs> it, they were like, "We're just gonna chill in here through the storm." And then, I kind of like that he cheated what, like an scared? adult, though. Oh man, he had to. Because I kind of like knew it. He was going to die. I kind of liked. 
I, I liked how he handled it. It's tough because she didn't get to have a child. Like what you were saying, you're like, oh, this child is being robbed of her childhood. Oh, she yeah. doesn't get to have one right. because she needs to be an adult because if she's not an adult, she's going to die. Yeah. But anyway. And he's also kind of like the the way the dad is choosing to bring her up is not like the nurturing oh, no. kind. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like no. she keeps kind of, I feel like she's dreaming of her mom because like, She's imagining that with her, she, you know, she might have oh been caught. God. She might have been taken care of we a little bit more. We have to talk about this scene. Which this one? Is before Which? she burns her house down. Oh. There's a scene. The one where she, like, describes her mom. She takes a dress that her dad said her mom wore. That was the prettiest dress. And she puts it on a chair. And she talks to her mom. Oh, the jersey? Wasn't it yeah. like a jersey? It was like a yeah. bull's jersey. It was like a bull's jersey. Yeah. I was like, first off, jersey dresses, super sexy. But that was just a, that was just a jersey. <laughs> and we I mean, just to be clear, the voice they're the very mom. sexy. <laughs> we hear the voice of the mom, and the mom's like, "Are you being good like I told you?" And she's like, "Yes, mom." She's having an imagination. She was her mom was so pretty that she didn't have to cut the stove on. She walked past it. Mm-hmm. She walked past mm-hmm. it and the still go on the border. That with was Boyle. a beautiful shot. Oh, it was beautiful. beautiful. So gorgeous. And then yeah. even the dad, and this may be skipping along, the dad talks part. about the mom. And the dad talks about how like he was, like he has this flashback where he's like sleep and like a, a fucking alligator is slowly walking up on him. And the mom just comes out with a shotgun and <gasps> yeah. blasts the alligator yeah. and just turns around and gives him like a little smirk. It's like this... It's this warrior woman, dude. It was like this. Such yeah. a violent. It's like such a violent imagery, but it's it's. Uh, he's <laughs> thinking about it in a, in a very like uplifting, like positive. She like, saved yeah. his life. Uh, she was fearless. And her yeah, her personality, right? Yeah, she was like a fearless woman. And the thing, you know, all right, this is my thing. I love all women. I do, but like <laughs> black, like this movie again, man. I was like, man, black women have this thing. And it's like the strength, this kindness, like this thing that I yes. feel like honestly doesn't get appreciated enough because, you know, we talk about like in society, how much people get, how much people get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go on dating sites, what is considered beautiful. And it's like this movie had, even though we never saw her face, she was a dark skinned, like full figured black woman who like had a loving daughter and had a man who like, we don't know what happened, but envisioned her as a warrior. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. my man, it wasn't some sexy half-naked scene. It was yeah. literally a woman coming out with a fucking shotgun to save his life. I mean, she was half-naked. I mean, she had a lot of blood I mean, on her. But, I mean, she, I mean she had, it was hot. She wasn't like, my point is she wasn't in like a bra and panty. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah, hot. No, no, it was hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You know? Uh, like, you know. Yeah, just, and the just, walking by the stove. Oh, yeah, my nice. <laughs> Cutting on, she yeah. cut on the stove. When he's drinking the beer, yeah. mm-hmm. it's really cool. I thought it was beautiful, so man. They have so yes, the storm hits and he puts he puts these floaties on her, and he's like, "Don't you ever take those off? You hear me?" And she's like, "Okay," but she's mad at him still <laughs> because he's telling her not to cry because she's scared of the storm, and he's like, "Don't be scared of the storm," and she's sitting in this little like case. Oh, he also suitcase. says like suitcase. He called it the boat. He called it the He's boat. Like, if the, the boat. waters rise, we'll just rise up to the top, you know, and like we'll go through <laughs> the roof and everything will be fine. You don't need to be scared. 
Then he tapes off half the apartment. He's yeah, like, that's your side. That's your side. The one thing I did like. I can't like, hit you on your side. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. That can hit you on your side. That's, so that's you know good. I mean? So she knows, you know. She said, but I do like this. When she was scared and she was scared of the stuff, I, I, I loved that he was like, don't worry about this stuff. And you talked about it earlier. And it's like, he just starts stowing shit as the storm is going. Like, we don't need this. We don't need that. And it's almost like a distraction, but also showed that like materials mean nothing. If yeah. you think right. about it. And this part was when he, he grabbed the rifle. And then went out and shot shot at the, the store. store. You heard people? Did about? you hear people been doing that? Did you hear about people yeah, doing that? Yeah, we talked we talked yeah. about it last time. But he shot. He was like, "I'm not, I'm not scared of this," and just stays out there shooting the storm. I mean, I I, lo- I, I know it's weird, and I know it's that sense of pride that may not be the best. But I love this kind of like attitude he instilled to her. Like, I, like it's like a fearlessness, but also like. Fuck all, like, I don't need this stuff. Yeah. I don't need any of this. I just need my family and I need me. Now, like, I, that's it. I went back and forth because we were talking about how this pride might not be the best. But I went back and forth between, like, I was like, is this child abuse? Or, no, but then, but it's like, I mean, but he's yes. happy with, right? It's like, it's like, yes. It's like, it's like, yes. I mean, it, 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 is. it is, it is, but it, but, but like, they're all there and they're but fine. What, you know what I mean? Like, it was a, but these are the circumstance. You know what I mean? It's like, right. it's, here's the thing about it for me. Is it child abuse? Yes. But who's accusing them? You know what I mean? People, yeah, who, don't, people who have money, who are in protected areas, who don't have to deal with what they're going through, who don't like aren't even thinking about the daily horrors that they have to mm-hmm. live through. Because yeah. Both their poverty and also the race, even though the race wasn't a factor, but we know it is a factor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there are all of these different things that these people have to live through. So, for you to like sit up on, on what, you know, an ivory tower, as it were, and be like, how dare you like abuse your child? I mean, apparently there were freaking people who wrote articles about this and they were, they were trashing this movie because they were because like, oh, it's, it's child abuse. Oh, th- no. It's romanticizing. No, they, were, they were saying it's romanticizing poverty and that. <laughs> And that it like it sh- it it demonizes healthcare workers, and I was like, what? if that's what you're taking from this movie, <laughs> you need to step back and check yourself. Yeah, like, really. Or re- well, really. You know what? It made me think about like the genre of coming of age movies and how certain characters need, like certain certain you know the person going through that came- coming of age story needs certain types of things in order to make them. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like. Yeah. This girl with the pride that she has inside of her that's instilled from like in the womb needed a storm to like come of age, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I just think that's so fascinating, like the relativity of like what makes a person, you know? Like, you're saying like these people don't know or they're not taking into consideration the the context and like what it means to be hush puppy. Like, hush puppy won't be hush puppy if there's no, you know, raging against whatever healthcare workers right, right. Or, yeah, yeah, you know right. like it's not the same character and like in her context it works and like yes i mean it's so easy to judge if you don't have to deal with that or you don't live that life exactly. like like if right. you never had to see poverty it's so easy to tell people what to do yeah like and that to. is and that's why that's why I, w- I would be like oh this child wait no no because of this is what they're yeah. going through mm-hmm. i mean you go back and forth with that you're like there's certain scenes where like i'm like I'm mad at the dad because this. I'm watching a little girl like desperate for love and affection. She's not getting it. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, I'm like crying for the dad because 
you know, maybe he does want to give his daughter love and affection yeah. and he knows that he can't because he thinks if I do this, then she's going to be too soft and not going to survive this harsh right. world that we live in. And that's the thing that I keep, that I kept battling in my head because I feel like, I feel like, you know, if, if if you're a person of color and depending on how much money you have growing up, I've always heard the stories of like, and even I will say my parents, for instance, they weren't as rough as this, but my mom definitely was not very, like, she was very kind, but very like, hey, listen, this is where we're at, and this is what you're going to have to do to get to this point. You know, like, she was very adamant about it. I always knew about how our money situation was. I knew about what we had and what we didn't have. You know, I knew when we got some stuff, I knew that it came from, like, overtime and, like, borrowing money. And when I look at this movie, it's like, I, I, I think that was his way of showing love. Like, and it's tough because I know it wasn't ideal. I know it didn't look pretty. But like you said, John, I think, like, if he wouldn't have done what he did, she would not only have died, but if she had somehow survived, it would have made her, I don't know, not saying soft, but, like, too too weak to survive in the world where she didn't have a home. She probably would have been in child services. She probably is going to go into child services if it. something happens. You would be... You, unless she unless she was completely taken removed from that situation, you know, and like adopted by whatever, and then you know that has its own uh, it, like psychological issues you have to deal with. But like, if she if she was a uh, if her father taught her to be, you know, what we think of as the like perfect like very feeling and like let's talk about my feelings and like please like do not offend me like that was very offensive what you did, you know what I mean? Like you do not yell at me and like all this stuff. And then lived in this world, she'd be depressed and she'd kill herself. I mean, like, I think, how could you not be? You know what I mean? Like yeah, the sure. world would not. Re- the world isn't going to be like, ah, oh, like you're right. Let's sit down and talk about how you're feeling because all the plants around you are dying and you have no food. Like, let's talk yeah. about it. No, because you got to deal with it yourself. <laughs> like it's just it's like when you think about people who like live in, par- for instance, the inner cities, right? You look at some of these kids. Like, I mean, I bring up New York. Like some places in like the Upper Manhattan, like the Bronx and deep up, and it's like some people don't have money or even a school with enough teachers of books and you wonder like why they do certain things because they don't know anything else it's easy for us to like say oh man you should have had more after school programs should have kept off the street but this school doesn't have that if they don't have a parent who's at home because their parent is working a double just to like keep the lights on who else are they going to talk to but the dudes on the block you know is it so Ugh, then uh, so then yeah everything's dying and then they're like all right we got to go blow up this levee <laughs> Uh, <laughs> put, they put TNT in a in a gator. And yeah. they're like, in a we're, gonna, we're just gonna put it up here <laughs> on the levee. Swam to the levee, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, that one dude, they're like, "All right, where's that chip wire?" He's like, oh, "I forgot." He's like, "You forgot the chip wire?" Yeah, I forgot <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> My man, like, I I, I know what we was doing. I don't, know, I don't know what's going on. I I wanted to leave, but I I just couldn't. I, <laughs> Um, then the teacher comes, right? And the teacher comes, and she like hits the dad, and like starts like yanking him and pulling him off, and and then uh, Hush Puppy sees like the wire, and she's like, Hush Puppy, don't! And she's looking at him, looking at the dad. The dad's like, Do I it. love her face. Her, you're Do right. Her it. faces are great. Yeah, she's just like too like stern, like. I'm taking matters in my own hands. <laughs> uh-huh. Yo, God, I love they her. fly, dude. Yeah, they okay. I'm going to bring up another movie, and this is it's not the same, but recently um, Logan Lucky came out, and it got a lot of grief, and the reason I didn't like that movie is because it made the Southerners seem stupid. Even though like they were doing this heist, and like it kind of was smart, but they made them stupid. Like They kept saying the Googles, and like all the Twitters, and stuff like that. That's how they spoke. But Googles. even in this movie, 
this movie treated them with such care and gentleness. Like even the fact that this plan is fucking stupid, <laughs> like stupid, but it's still handled with such care that you still feel sorry. And yet you get why he thought this was a good hey, idea. The water went out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get why. <laughs> the water did receive. It did the thing that he wanted. <laughs> you get it. And then they come over and like, and then, so, you know, you have like essentially FEMA workers like coming in and rescuing people. Uh, But um, it's portrayed almost like uh, E.T. when the NASA people come. It's definitely that part of E.T. You know, right? where you're like, oh, no, these these monsters are taking people. I mean, they don't feel they don't feel like vicious. They don't. It doesn't feel like they are trying to render them. To be these evil people, right? I mean, they, but we know, one, but because we know that that's not what they want, we know mm-hmm. that they don't want to leave this place. Like we just, we're not happy when we see them. Well, they also forcefully like the, move people. Sorry, go no, ahead. no, no. Like the whole color palette changes. Yeah, yeah it does. It gets brighter. It gets so white, mm-hmm. like, it like does. not, you know, obviously racially, but like, but also racial. <laughs> <laughs> but just no, but it void does. of any color and natural and texture. Yeah. I think the, the lack of texture is like, yeah. wow, yeah, it makes you look at your own world and be like, wow, we really don't, mm-hmm. we like things so smooth and slick. And I liked, I liked yeah, the, muted, really. when she, yeah, and like yeah. she, when they go when they go to the the place that they're being kept, like instead of her describing it as a prison, she says it's more like a fish tank, which like I love with no that. water, yeah, with no right. water, fish and tank like no oh water. yeah, like you know, think about just the act of putting a fish in a fish yeah. tank and what that's doing to a fish with and no like, water, no water. <laughs> you put that dress on her, oh, like and plaited her hair. Yeah, she's like, no, nah, I want my hair out. Yeah, I mean, be dirty. But it also tells you like how people. <laughs> but they were like giving them medical care and food. You know what that I mean? Part. Yeah. Like they're yeah. like it wasn't. Yeah, you're, these people weren't evil. They're were just like there's a better way of living. Like why wouldn't you want to live this way? Right. right. But I also think it's something about like yeah they were helping, but I, I kind of feel like people should be left to make their own choices. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. where it's like I totally get that maybe what you're doing may not be the best for your life, but. If this guy was gonna die anyway, I, like to me, like let me die on my own terms. If I'm gonna die anyway, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah. I and the only thing is the daughter. Absolutely. The daughter, I'm like, I gotta say, you got, we gotta talk about her. We gotta save her. But if I'm dying, just let me handle he, this. Like and even like like money and stuff aside, like he said, he he always said to her that if I even start to get old, like put me on a boat and burn me, like yeah, he he has always wanted well, that. It's also. I mean, and this obviously comes on stronger later in the movie, but, you know, we've seen time and time again, he does not want her to know that he is sick. Yeah. He doesn't want her, he doesn't want uh, her image of him to be shattered. He wants her to think of him as like, you know. The alpha, dude. Yeah, he's like, like he's... Or, or like, you know, immortal almost, you know? Mm-hmm. And so every time, like, the doctor's like stalking, he's like, not around her, like, not around my daughter. Like, what are you right. doing? And I feel like the way, like, I don't know how to say this, but like spirit or like spirited people work. It's like, it's not over till it's over, you know? So I don't want you to see me in this like process. Right. I want you, you know, it's either I'm dead or I'm alive and that's it. You know, Mm -hmm. like we don't need to be seeing me in a process that's going downward versus upward. Yep. And I thought that was really. I kind right. of understand gorgeous. that, man. Yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. Like it's but, like if right. you see, I said no, but if you see, like for instance, again, I was to pick up this out. My grandfather, when he passed away, he was 
much older, but my grandfather was, was one of these guys who like had a camp, told my cousin how to like shoot a gun and hunt at 11 and drive a car. But when he got older, like his mind was fine, but his body couldn't do the same things. And he was like, <laughs> legit, hey man, y'all should just, like he was casual as fuck. Y'all should just, y'all should just let me go, man. He's like, I don't want y'all taking care of me. I got money, y'all be fine. Just let me go. You'll waste the, his big thing was, you will waste the money on my health care. You know, and like, right. and the thing is, when he passed away, we did rack up so much money because of doctor bills just to keep him alive. And he's like, yo, y'all could have, y'all should have let me go three years ago and yeah, y'all could have yeah. sat on. I mean, it you know? for sure the makes you question, yeah. and question like, yeah, what, who are, what are we doing that for? I mean, this. Oh, no, we're top, definitely top. doing it for us. You know what I it mean? Is like, we're definitely doing it for like, us. Why? Yeah. Like, why do we need to like keep people alive as long as possible? We're. We are going to die. And and the other thing about it is I was thinking about the um, kind of comparison to like, like, honestly, like colonialism, you know, the way that they always sold it to the public was, well, we're civilizing people, you know, we're like, we're giving them. I mean, so much so that even, even during the Civil War, you know, you had people like still writing in, in like, uh, uh, you know, for slavery, saying, "Well, the African Americans are African." Sorry, the, the, sli- ne- the Negroes. <laughs> the Negroes. No, like they're much better off now than they were in Africa. Like at least here, they we've given them like civilization and like Christianity and all these things. Nobody like, asked for any of that. Exactly. <laughs> so this idea. So like you know, to me, there was like huge symbolism in that and like FEMA taking them away yeah. and like doing things that we're looking at and like well like they do need doctors and like do they should be living in like a better shelter and like mm-hmm. all this stuff and it's like what but <laughs> you're forcing your way of life on them and also are you happy yeah and also they don't want it. <laughs> I mean can you know you just mean? Like, like, it's like, a, it's are like you, not asking this like movie this? but like in my mind I was like cool but like the way we, we keep telling people they need to live the way that we live and yet mm-hmm. Look how unhappy people are here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. You keep saying this is the best way to live, but is it? That moment <laughs> when he's like, don't eat that. Don't yes. eat that. Oh, yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah. it was, it took me a second yes. to get it because I was like, oh, yeah, because like he knows exactly. He is actually the adult in the situation and he has made choices for his family yeah. mm-hmm. that are very. You know, a, you know, he made them completely alert and aware, and he's like, "Don't eat that yeah. because that is bad for you, and yeah. you will yeah. get addicted to that sugar or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and it, it, that's inside of that." And yeah. I thought that was like such a, because I think part of the whole movie, you're wondering like, is he parenting? Right. Is he yeah, even parenting? He yeah. <laughs> and then you realize, I felt like yeah, that, like does she does he yeah. just think of her as a burden? Right. You know? Yeah. And so then we see him like kind of like do this whole ruse where they're, they're like, come on, we're going to escape. And then it like puts them on a bus and then he doesn't go in and the bus doors close and then the bus starts going away. And but she like screams and like forces her way off the bus. Oh, my God. Her and, screams. Can we just talk about oh, that? Yeah. Like when she was like, I was like, oh. Oh my God! I want you. I, I mean, yeah, she as a was friend, <laughs> child. Dreamer. I don't know. I love so beautiful. I love this this father daughter situation, man. The fact that like she mm-hmm. ran up. First off, she my man is legit dying. She knocks him over. This is how I knew how sick he was. She literally comes and she's what six, barely pushes him. My man just falls over, like collapses, yeah. and then he just breaks. This is what I think this. 
Man, fuck the Oscars, yo. Like, no, man. What? The thing is, like, this dude, this dude. Hold really on now. That really didn't come out of No, let me tell you why, because I'm thinking about this dad's performance, and, like, this dad killed it in almost yeah, every no, he was great. scene. No, no, no. No, he was phenomenal in almost every scene, dude. And he got nothing. Nothing. You know what? Blew no me one away? talked about him. Like, the what blew me away about his performance was, like, so. You know, once you become, like, an actor and you start like going up for roles and you do and you're sort of insulated in that world, you become afraid of taking those mm-hmm. those yes. risks in like in performance choices. Cause I was like, I don't think most actors that, you know, are working today are really excited about being like whap to like a little six year old girl. Like yeah. we would get, you know, we kind of get in our heads about like these stereotypes, blah blah blah. But it's mm-hmm. like he he was so grounded and and where he was coming from as an actor that he was able to take, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like tell that story and be that guy who like seems a little crazy, but in the end you realize like, oh, he's protecting his child. Yeah. The, the whole know? time I thought like, this man loves his daughter. And he says at this point, he's like, man, you're all I got. I don't want you to see me die. And like, he's coughing up blood. And his, yeah. his last word is, show, just get me home. But well, the thing that I really loved was like, he was like, I don't, you know. And then, and then he's like, I'm sick. Okay, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Uh, your dad's gonna die, and she's like, "Not my daddy." Yeah, that was uh, great. When she said, "Not my daddy," I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> "Not my daddy," and he's like, "Yes, your daddy." And she's looking at him like she's mad, she's like, but she can, mad like, at him, like mad at him, like, like you're not gonna die. How like, don't dare tell you. me that. But what was so great about it is that I think in this moment he realizes. The actual, the strongest thing for her to do is to understand. Yes, I'm gonna die, and like it's going to be on you. You know what I mean? Like it's up to you. Like like, and her kind of, her stubborn, you know, strong will to be like, I'm gonna be with you because like you are the only thing that matters to me in this world. Oh, I loved it. Um, like that bond, like kept them. But it's like after this, <laughs> after this, he's sick, and then she's like. I gotta go find my mom, uh, and this is probably the weirdest part of the movie, but yeah. also maybe the most beautiful part of the movie. Yeah, because like these little girls who we have no idea who nope. they are, no, nope. they just come out of nowhere. <laughs> they all just like walk into the water with the raft and just start swimming. And I'm like, where are they going? You have no idea. Nobody knows. No one knows. <laughs> they're just swimming, and then a boat just picks them up, and they're just like, hey, I know where you guys are going. I'll take you there. And you're like. Who's wow. this man? Yeah, this is an old white dude. Like yeah. I don't know. It's like kind of creepy, even though yeah. he's like. All right. he, he had a great thing that he said about the boat was that like you know like oh, uh, yeah. where's the where's the boat going? He's like you know like I don't I don't know, but it has a habit of taking you where you need to go. Yeah, and it'll take you anywhere. And I was yeah. like, my man gave you no answers. No you don't way. know where he came <laughs> from. It's like get off of this boat. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was great. He's eating chicken. Yeah, like fast food chicken wrappers thrown in the back. But it's so crazy. Because when she finally makes it back home, and I guess this is the end. Like I wait, think, wait, no, no. Because you have to talk about the boat. They go to where they go. What, what happened? Yeah. Where they go? So they go. They go to the to the this boat that has a, a like light the, on top that's yeah. been shining. It's the light she's been looking yeah. at. Right. And it's like a brothel. Yeah, right. girls, girls, girls. It's a bunch of women. Asian fields. But yeah. I don't remember it's this. A, there's lights everywhere, dude. This is yeah, yeah. They're like there's like Christmas lights or whatever. Like it's like this brothel. Uh, with okay. all these women and the guy uh, is like, yeah, I have these girls here. And oh no! Girls, and, the, and the no, the women are all the women are all like excited to see them. They like dance with them. So they all dance like all these little girls dance with these like women. 
you know, these sex workers essentially. Yeah. And but they're just dancing with them, and then she like sees one that kind of looks. She's like, like this That's is my mom. This is that my must mom. be my mom. And again, we don't really know. I mean, I'm pretty sure it wasn't her mom, but we don't really know. Right. Like, because she's in her mind, she's like, that's my mom. And she goes over and she's like, you know, what do you, and she just stares at her and she, and, and this woman's like, what do you want? What? <laughs> and she's just staring at her and she's like, do you want to come over here? And she just nods her head, but like giving her that like stare down, like. Like, I'm not going to let you in, but also I really want to. And then she like talks to her or whatever and then like hugs her and then like dances with yeah. her. And then like she's like giving she's telling her life lessons. Telling her and, life lessons. And then and then Hush Puppy's oh like. Oh my God. Nobody likes a pity party having ass woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that uh, line. Yeah. I yeah. was like, can't feel sorry I'm for using you. that <laughs> in my life. And then, and then Hush Puppy's like, you can take care of me. And I was like, ah! <laughs> Wait, what? And then she says, she says, she says like, she says like, she says like, you gotta come, you uh, you gotta come back with that. And she's like, I can't do that. Uh, you, I think she says like, you could stay here if you want. Yeah, you could. Like, at first she says she's like, I. At first she says I can't be taking care of no child. I, I'm, yeah. you know, I gotta take care of myself. And then she, and then later she's like, you could stay here if you want. Yeah. Um. And it's like she was that so was nice. the most like that was the but that was the most mystical like oh mm-hmm. is this her mom What's like like like, it, like is she is, real because every when she like walked out I was like oh she's gonna yeah. disappear is that that's what I thought too like, oh, wow. back, I thought when of. she walked away she was gonna disappear but then we see her yeah, behind the bar I don't know if that was a mistake <laughs> right <laughs> wow. we're supposed to I lose her so. I, think, <laughs> I think I think the woman is supposed to be real but it's okay. like she's not gonna be her mom either if she is her mom or she isn't her mom. The reality is she's never going to be her mom. And all these girls, just for like a brief moment, got to be with women who were giving them affection. And like they got to be children and just Mm. like Mm. be caressed by like like this motherly love. And and like, and it was like so refreshing. It was just like kind of like a dip in like the pool or whatever. Yeah. A little bit of refreshing and then back to the real world. But this is my favorite part because it's back to the real world. But they're swimming, and we look over, and there are four beasts just in the water. Yes. And this is the first time we've seen them well, in, we, the same yeah, plane, in the same plane, but in the same plane. We, we see them like in the frozen, and then we see mm-hmm. them. Yeah, like, we see them going like, through stuff. We're like, "What are these? What's things? happening? Where are they? What are they?" But the, but then and now we see we see them, and there are four of them, and there are four little girls. Mm-hmm. I loved that. And then like they're like <laughs> they're like walking <laughs> to go to go up to where the dad is. And we start to hear like thunder or th- them, right. the creatures. The creatures show up and they are giant. They're huge. And they are right. there. Because they I- talked about in earlier in the movie, like the cave paintings, like those creatures used to gobble up little kids and and like then and the parents would have to watch and they couldn't do anything about it. Even the men, they couldn't do anything because they were uh. these powerful creatures or whatever. I don't even remember that. God, what, yeah. what was that? Yeah, yeah. It was, it's hard because it's like disparate and doesn't it doesn't make right. sense if you're if you're just trying to follow some sort of narrative it's like very but but then like eventually the girls just start run like all the girls like scream and run mm-hmm. and I think because like they're like oh li- these things are gonna eat us or something and so they all start running but Hush Puppy just is like walking determinedly mm-hmm. forward and I'm like this is great yeah I mean I do love this <laughs> I mean, I mean right it's just, yeah it is and it comes right next to her and she's just like she's just staring, staring at down. it down <laughs> 
just like she's stared yeah. down her father. She stared down this woman at the brothel. Like she stared down her. T- you know what I mean? She's just yeah. staring it down. See, but I love that. Like at this moment, they had. As we talked about it earlier, but like her and her dad had this moment, like in the hut or in their house, and like somehow the dad can see. Like everyone's yeah. looking yes, at her. Yes, everyone sees her. Yeah, they all. Everyone see sees her. It. Yeah. And like yeah, they kneel. And then all the beasts kneel before her. And then what does she say to them? Oh gosh, does she have a line to them? She does. I didn't write it down. I didn't write it down. She says something to them like, like she says something like, "I can't, like I can't be with you" or something like that. I, I literally was like, "What are these beasts? Like, what do they but, mean?" But like, it, you know, I don't know a hundred percent what it means. But this, okay, so what but is this, this is my take, right? Because because they used to, <laughs> because they used to like rule, rule the world, yeah. right? Uh, and and the whole time the dad is telling her like grow up like you're gonna be you're gonna be the ki- she, she, the king right he doesn't say queen he does he treats her like a son he says you're gonna be you're gonna be the king right and like she's coming she's like tr- she's like growing up this whole time right and so the moment when she turns around and like stands up to them it's like they don't even have a they don't have a place here anymore she is now like. She's the most grown, right? That she yeah. was, that she is now officially grown up. She is now in charge. Like, like this is her place now. And then she says goodbye to her dad. And then, but he never dies, though, right? Does he actually? No, die? he does. Yeah, he, yeah, does. he does. She she sets, the, yeah, because she sets the boat set, on fire. Sets the boat on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, that scene. That's right. I mean, this movie was all right. This is my. So thing. it's it's the Khaleesi moment. They bend the knee. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> And She's like, yeah, you're the, you're my dragon. Kind uh, yo, of. I, I kind of. <laughs> I, I mean, I liked it because all right, I know I'm supposed to have a swirl, but you know what, man? There doesn't need to be a swirl in this movie. Okay, but this I will say like what? this: a swirl. I like to point out when like there could have been oh. a black person and a white person hook up, but like don't need that. <laughs> but what I think this movie did is I feel like you know, just casually says that. Yeah, I'm just saying. But like, I want Hollywood to take note of this movie. You know, so like, dear Hollywood, you can have a movie that focuses on a young black girl and her father and not have it be a quote-unquote black film. You can tell a story that's universal to people that's about something that is more than just our skin color and about the struggles that we have as a people. We have the same struggles as everyone else. This movie proved that this black family had the same struggles as every other white person in that town. Like, legit, her white friends still had, like, no mom no which is sad they all still were living in poverty they still all had fun there was one scene we didn't talk about that the families all came right before the storm and had this beautiful like seafood dinner with so much so much shrimps and crabs oh and yeah he, she had to bust open the crab and she had to bust open the crab man yes. and they were like <laughs> that's really hard and, to and, do but, but, beast it beast it beast it beast it and the thing is is like I remember I remember my, my, my family telling you to do it but like I used to cheat I would like peel a little piece down and like then break it but the thing is, they did that, and my big point is that black and white people do the same shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nothing about this movie was like, oh, man, we got this black girl. How great is it to see her? It was like, yo, look at this beautiful kid who's going through this crazy story. Look at her dad struggling to get on. Like, this was, this was something I think Hollywood should do more of. It should be more stories of just different people of color who are still American. Like, these people, think about it. Everyone believes America is the Midwest and the South, right? These people are in the deep south, as American as you can get. And they represented that America. And they happen to be brown. 
how yeah. self-reliant you know what i'm saying and they had pride in where they lived it was something that people always say oh you know when you think of like the good old boys the good old days we think of like white people and their family nah man we still live in the south you know, there's still Latinos who live in the South. There's still Latinos who care about their fucking homes and their families. There's still yeah. black people who do the same thing. And it's Hell like, yeah. we need more movies like this. So Hollywood, take notice, please. Please. Yeah, Hollywood. I mean, and like, according to IMDb Pro, like, mm-hmm. uh, Hancock 2. James. You know what I'm saying? Like, the plot is, is still unknown. James. Okay? James. But it was last updated in April of this year. James. So, yeah. Did so you I'm, update that? Huh? Did you update Hancock that? Hancock 2. Hancock 2, the sequel to, to the movie Hancock starring Will Smith and Charlize Theron. Um, uh, uh, James, did you? Uh, yeah, yeah, you probably forgot about it because, no, you know, it was made in 2008. No, but I'm saying uh, I, uh, the movie meter, it's it's 13,546, so that's up is that, there. Oh, is this... Is this- is he Squirrel does, stuff? No, he does a bit where he likes to talk about his movie. And um, like, but the even plot is oh, unknown. are you in it? So no, I'm not in it. I'm not in it. Um, but but Hollywood, take note. You know what I'm saying? That's my that's my new thing. So Hollywood, Hollywood, <laughs> that's take, my new bit. Hollywood, take note. That's my new thing. If you're trying to do Hancock too, you no, know no, what I'm saying? Hey, hey, stop that. Your man is here. <laughs> you know, stop, right you over this way. You can't take my new bit. A, a narco's writer is one of the one of the. Hey John, writers. can you can you stop the ending? Yeah, please? it's time uh, for the cause. <laughs> we rate and review films. How are you gonna steal? We rate and review uh. review films not based on how much we like them or how well we think they were made critically, but on if they help the cause of more leading black actors uh, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So if we believe it. Wait, I had a question okay, okay. Mm-hmm. before you do that. To your point about like Hollywood and um, or the, 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 the daughter and the father. Mm-hmm. And the, mm-hmm. Do you think it could work in a situation where it wasn't, it was like Northern? Like it wasn't super like, Grungy and I, honestly, yeah. here you say I'm not sure because I think it's interesting because it being in the South seemed hard, but I think because and this may suck. So I'm, I'm, I know I'm, before I say it, I think it's easier to swallow um, African Americans living in poverty than it is for them to be middle class or because my thing is like to see them uber rich is something where you assume they have like they're an exceptional Negro to see them in poverty it's like oh that's what black people are but to see them in middle class like what middle America really is which is like you know that is something I feel like we rarely see in movies and when we do see it in movies it always revolves around our blackness and I just don't know I don't know what it would look like but you could do it you could do it in the you could do it in the north I think you could do. I mean, I, I would hope so, but the thing is, like, I thinking right it now for movies like, as authentic, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like I can't think of a movie if it was like a black family in the suburbs and it just happened to be about I don't know. Say it was like a doctor and his daughter who was going through struggles at school, and this doctor was trying to realize, oh man, I don't know if this is what I wanted with my life. I've never seen an African American family have that movie. Medea. What? I'm yeah, s- it would have to not be that. <laughs> I hate you so, <laughs> Medea. No, but I'm saying, but like, I can't. I mean, can y'all? I can't think of. A, I I can't think of a movie off the top of my head right now. Just of. That's as deep as movie. Not poverty. Uh, yeah, boo, but uh, boo, a Medea Hollywood. <laughs> or not even deep, but just like with a middle. It's about a, it's about a black suburban family who had. Okay. Ooh, oh oh oh! You know what this movie actually made me think of? So. Is Eve's Bayou. Eve's Bayou. You know what? Eve's Bayou. But Eve's Bayou didn't do that well. It didn't. Did I, as well, I don't but know. I feel like East Bayou I'm also revolved around their question. blackness. No, it's a good Just question. And it's a great question. What we're going to do right now, though, okay, is we're right. going to rate this movie based <laughs> on if it helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. Yup. If it oh. kind of helped the cause, we give it a white palm. Meh. If it didn't really help the cause, we don't give it anything. 
And, and there ain't nothing the movie can do about it. Nope. Boom. There okay. Ain't nothing the movie can do. On the count of right, three, James. we're all going to lift up what our rating is. And then we're going to tell the audience. You guys ready? Um, I'm ready. Right, yeah. Go. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes because. Ooh, uh, am I right? Sometimes I close my eyes and I see all the little pieces of what makes. Would you focus? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then she said when they. Oh, guys, stop! Stop being caught up by her cuteness. That was such a great part. John, can you do the countdown? What she say? Because she then oh, said she said like when I die, they're gonna cut me up and they're <gasps> oh, gonna yeah. see it. All the parts of that made me. See it? Oh, that was so great. Me. Okay, all right, all right. I'm sorry. They're going to know a hush puppy little Come John. Come age. It's so All right, here we go. The count of three. Okay. One, two, three. Better be all black fists. Yeah, what okay. if, yo, okay. what if there was one? I'll be so mad. <laughs> Almost did it. To be how, so you mad. Gonna give, how you going to give Annie... Okay, how you get Annie? I mean, hello. She got nominated yes. for Oscar. Yes. You know, like honestly, like between me and like a bunch of other black dresses and stuff, we'll be, we'll be talking about how it's so rare for like you to come on the scene and people to be like, "Yay, you exist! <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah! Wonderful!" Versus like for young, you know. For a lot of young white actresses. And like that was a moment. Her and Lupita was like a moment where it was like, yes, you are valuable before you even do anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking. That's that's true equality, you know, is like yeah. when you're like just valid on that. You're yeah. enough before yeah. you go on and try to prove yourself or whatever. I mean, I kind of gave it a piggyback off of that. I kind of gave it a fist based on that alone. Like she came out and it was so much heat with her and even thinking about Lupita, but it's fascinating because I bring up this kid so much, and I feel like I'm going to meet him one day, and he's going to hate me. But that kid, Trembly, uh, from The Room, um, I, for instance, I just remember him having so many movies You're lined so up. so mad at him. I'm not, I'm not mad at him. <laughs> I just use him as an example because he's like the first little kid I've seen in a while who came on and people just loved. And he has like movie roles, things just written for him. And when I think about Annie, like her getting Annie was such a big deal, but also so much backlash because Annie was black now. Because mm-hmm. Annie was like... because. She was like now urban had this hip hop feel to her. I mean, the mere fact that people called her Blandy as a joke, honestly, honestly, it really Who did hurts. that? I'm gonna oh, go yeah, get no. him. Yo, mm-hmm. people did it. And, uh-uh. Like people, pe- like you know what I'm saying? Like respect the people. Rude. But people did it, and I don't think they saw anything wrong with it. When I watched this movie again, I think it was beautiful that this black girl got the chance. And I'm not saying it's. And I feel like I want to make sure people know. It's like I'm not saying that I want to hide our blackness. It's just sometimes I want to be seen as more than just what our skin color represents. Absolutely. You know, like and she had a chance. Her and this dad, yo, had the a chance dad, to do that. Shout out to the dad. He, yo, yeah, my and the man. thing is, like, he remind me of my dad. He, yo, he did. He was a <laughs> dad. Like that. He was a dad. And I, I mean, think, not the abusive parts, yo. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I also think these. I think they should have got more roles than they got after this. Like I know he had bit parts in like Twelve Years a Slave and things like that, like wow. very small yeah. parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think he proved in this movie that he was an actor. And this movie makes me question, mm-hmm. as an African-American, what can you do to get what the Jennifer Lawrence get, to get what the Hugh Jackmans right. get, to get what like you know the Emma Stones get? I mean, even the, the Anna Paquins, like, for instance, she was young and got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. She came out with a bunch of shit lined up. And even Annie, she had Annie, but Annie was three years ago. You know, like, and maybe she's in school right now, but like... I don't remember people like dying to get Annie in movies. You know, yeah. no one died to get this dad in movies. And to me, like, what does it take? Like, even Lapita, you brought up Lapita. Lapita got nominated for an Oscar, was the talk of the town. Like, designers were building clothes for her. Lapita's next starring role in The Flesh was a movie she produced. 
in the flesh. No, I'm saying because she was in Star Wars, but like right. we didn't know what she, she looked wasn't like. Wasn't in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? And like, I didn't know it was her until after. They're trying to she get won. you with that voiceover shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she won. But think about it. She won. You in the movie, but you know what? We gonna, we just not gonna put your face in it. Your face is not We're not even gonna do that thing when it's we animate something that look real close to you. No, you're nah. gonna be, you gonna be you little exactly the opposite of what you actually Little look bug like. ass. But think about it. She was nominated for an Oscar. Where's Lapita's big budget movie? Yeah. Like, uh, where, it's like where? It's coming. But my thing is, it's Black, Black, Black Rihanna. But Black like, Panther but, and no, but Rihanna. But, no, yeah, her big budget movie is Star Wars, right? And then she chose not to be. But she uh, she's gonna be in Black Panther. But this, this is my this is my thing about this is my thing about that. And I only bring it up because of what you just said. It's like when I think about this movie, I like it so much. But again, it makes me very angry because these people had great performances, but they didn't get the lineup roles yeah. they got. Like for instance, when I think of Lapita, for instance, for her being so big, I don't consider Star Wars because I don't know that's her. Like, I just don't see her. When I think about, like, no, when I think, I mean, because it's not her. And it's like, her next big movie is something that, like, another black man had to fight for her to get. Like, where, where's, where are people knocking on the doors? Wasn't that going to be Willow but, but, at but, first, too? But, but that's her choice. I mean, there's no this way that she didn't have real black right She wanted now. to do, she so wanted cool. to do Broadway, <laughs> right? And she did that. She yeah. started on Broadway. Eclipse. Eclipse. And then she did dope. Queen of Katwee, which I think she also wanted to do. She yeah. wanted to do these films that weren't, Blockbuster. She wanted the films that she was leading in to 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 have a little bit more meeting, and then like do like I'll be the side and create opportunities for other people, yeah, which I know. really really admire and mm-hmm. respect. Like in Queen of Castaway, she wasn't playing the the main, like the girl who you know who learns how to play chess. Da, da, da. She's the mom. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's it's cool. That's really anyway. Cool. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. You, no, no. I, well, I just want yeah, everything everybody said, but then I also just want to say, how many movies with black people in it do you see where it's just magical beasts running around throughout? Right. Like, like, yeah, like just the the fantasy element of this. Like, on top of everything everybody has already said, that's why I gave this a yes. fist. Like, I like this is like exactly like the type of shit that I like to see, and like there's not enough with black people in it. So, I, so much human emotion. I mean, this mm-hmm. this movie more than most was about like you know just uh what is that word that i want to (laughs) say anyway it's about the human spirit like Mm -hmm. like like thriving and uh i think immutable i think is like what they say right right. the immutable kind of uh character of the human spirit and how it exists in this little girl who had to like grow up so quickly uh oh my god she kills it yeah. I thought she was fan. I she was fantastic. Holy crap! Okay, uh, that's that. Do you have any uh, people should watch the Deuce? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Should we, where can we find you on social media or anything? Yeah. Do you want people to follow uh, you? Sure. Or? I'm on Instagram mostly. On Instagram, I'm Natalie K. Paul. Oh, let me look. I'm on Instagram. Let me get Instagram. There you go. Uh, I'm on Twitter as Natalie <laughs> Paul underscore, although that is a weird place. Twitter is weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird place. Yeah. And yeah, that's a pretty yeah. much that. Verified. Boom. Verified, though. Verified. It's a weird place. <laughs> anyway, you can follow us on Twitter at Black Man Podcast. At <laughs> uh, Black Man Podcast. On Instagram, blackmanpodcast.com is our website. You know, we do different shows. We got a Astronomy Club show if you're in New York coming mm-hmm. up. On October the 9th at yes. uh, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater East Village. Uh, come out to that. For me, you can follow me at John Braylock, J O N B R A Y L O C K on Twitter and Instagram. Also, 
uh, I'm in like this web series called The Place We Live that's on IFC's mm-hmm. like what do they call uh, uh, comedy, com- crib? comedy crib comedy crib comedy yeah. crib uh, so check that out it's just this 90s this like basically parody of Melrose Place kind of uh, it's ridiculous but it's fun uh, so yeah go check that out what, you, what about you guys oh yeah you can follow me at James Third Comedy James Third Comedy dot com oh, third is three RD I'm chilling. Great. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to read. If you rate and review us on <laughs> iTunes, uh, we will read your review on the air. I don't know if I read this one or not, but it's so good. So if I did read it, it's worth reading again. All right. <laughs> Great. Right. This, it's called The Perfect Podcast by Jasmine Nicole. Uh, greetings from Atlanta. Uh oh. This podcast is smart and hilarious. The guys have such great chemistry and unique POVs. Never a dull moment. Thank you. I know y'all hate rappers, but have you considered reviewing Idlewild? Oh, we actually, have to. Actually, can we? Actually, Sorry, like that can we do that Paul next? Patton. And then I re then I, I like rewatched it recently. Wanted to hear you guys talk about it. LOL. I mean, cool. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Um, keep up the good work. Hashtag team sliding in dry on <laughs> What does that mean? Dias, Dias, what does that mean? I will converse to anybody then, who messages. And then P.S. Hancock is trash. Yes. Wow. Wow. Honestly? Well, we were cool. I was cool with everything <laughs> until, until, that, until last that last one. one. So <laughs> you know what? We ain't doing out of while. Fuck that. <laughs> All right. Wait, this one is. Uh, Are you coming out of while like that? Uh, I can't read this full thing. It's be prepared for them to almost, and I don't know what else it is. This is by VM uh, Lisa F. This podcast is absolutely amazing and will get you actually thinking about your favorite movies. They reviewed my favorite movie, Princess and the Frog, and now I can't even watch it <laughs> without thinking about how they picked it apart. I'm sorry. That movie should have been better. Uh, this is a wonderful podcast of dudes discussing what they love and hate about these movies, and I can't wait for new episodes every week. Thank you. Thank that movie should have been better. I'm going to read one more. I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> for doing this. <laughs> Princess and All the right. Frog should have been better. It should. Uh, this last one is uh, uh, Tierra D, my favorite podcast ever. Wow. Wow. This podcast is literally the highlight of my week. It's the only one I find myself going back and listening to older episodes, mainly the ones Jira hates. Movies are yeah, bad, yeah. This feedback is somehow captivating and infuriating at the same time. Ha ha. Oh, I know. Blazing Saddles. All right. It's so awesome <laughs> to hear all of their different perspectives on old and new faves. All the dopest. Keep it up. Three Black Fists. Nice. Swag. Thank you, guys. Yeah, uh, we should. I think I own Idlewild. <laughs> great. Is, are we committing to that? No, we're not no. doing it. <laughs> okay. All right. So once again, we don't know what we're reviewing next week. Uh, but be on the lookout. I know people have been. Oh, wait. Do we want to do Paid, paid in Full? Paid Let's do Paid in Full. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we said we were going to do that, and then we didn't. But we're going to do Paid in Full. Yeah, let's do Paid in Full. All right. Great. So we're going to do Paid in Full. We'll see you all next week. Peace. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast.